Hey everybody, welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 38, the one we're going, we're going to go up in flames because it's a huge dumpster fire and Bob's not here to do technical director. I'm, of course, Will Wolf, and you've already met Fanatics 4, uh, AJ of Fanatics 4. Um, you missed all our witty banter before, but I'm not doing it again. Full steam ahead. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so how are you, man? How's, how's things? I'm good, man. Yeah. Just playing... No video games at all. Just maintaining a video game YouTube channel while not playing video games. I hear that. I'm down to like one comic a week while trying to talk about things going on in comics. <laughs> you hear that, kids? Don't start YouTube channels. Yeah. Just to play video games or read comics because you won't be able to do any of that. <laughs> yeah, you'll be doing less of it. <laughs> all right. Who's here in the chat? Hello, Sonic the Headshot. Hello, Tavia. Hello, Common Boy, Gavin Roberts. Silver, not saying that. Um, Atten, <laughs> Raider Pride, Gilbert, Solid Robin, Feistiest Ninja, Jonathan Garcia, Tavia, Common Boy. I think I said you guys already. <laughs> how's how's it going, everybody? Sorry for all the crap that's going to happen right now. Yes, I am, unfortunately, for my life. Well, kind of, a little bit. Tough and a Raider. Oh yeah, you in a dorm? Yeah. How much yeah, more school you got? Kind of. I go to Full Sail, Full Sail University. Nice. You see any uh, NXT while you're down there? Um, I see a lot of wrestling people. Like nice. A lot. And I don't really watch it that much, so yeah. like, I ran into some, like a couple of people, and I'm like, she has cool hair. And I just walked <laughs> up to her, and I was like, you have cool hair. And then people are like, oh my god, she's a wrestler. And I'm like, really? <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yeah. She didn't act like an asshole, so that's cool. Yeah. That's good. Um, so yeah, why don't we why don't we get this started? I'll let the guests go first. What do you what do you got? Okay, so you're hearing about this YouTube heroes nonsense. I I sounds familiar. Well, nonsense. It's, yeah. it's weird because like, um, so YouTube's rolling out this initiative, right? Mm -hmm. Where you know everybody like was flipping out over the whole. Um, advertiser friendly oh content. yeah like you can't talk about controversial stuff right so yeah. now they're allowing fans to to help them with that process by um flagging videos and it, like that's not all that the program is but that's like the talking point that they can like mass flag videos once they get to a certain level okay but from youtube's like standpoint or whatever their whole thing is like earn points by doing like certain fan activities like captioning videos and flagging bad comments and content like yeah and teaching people on forums like how do i enable crowdfunding stuff like that yeah, yeah. Earn points and then as you earn points you're, you're able to do more and more mm -hmm. and that's when like mass flagging video stuff comes in you can attend like uh seminars and earn different things and stuff like that yeah that's hmm, that's interesting. So it's basically a way to incentivize the fan base to like do more for the creators they like. Right. And it, I mean, a lot of people are talking about how it's kind of like a, a, a lazy thing. It's like, give, give everybody a gun because we can't enforce it enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, on the one hand, it's like YouTube is so big and there's so much crap going on that it's almost impossible to police it. Uh, on their own but the other time you know it's google like right, they right. can they can afford to do it it's but i mean i see it from all sides because obviously like we're creators like yeah we don't want our stuff getting pulled and, no no like, no when you put it in the hands of like fans you, you risk a lot because if some if you upload a video talking about uh all you people are stupid because jason todd isn't the joker and they're like oh, i don't like this video flat you know what i yeah. mean like yeah, because, you know, for every fan that they have that, like, comes in and actually does their job, you're going to have, like, the super fans who will, you know, let it go regardless of what they're talking about. And then you have the right. people who are just going to try and flag it down because they don't like what you're talking about. Like, you can't you can't trust that with, like, leafy fans or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> his stuff most of the time isn't advertiser-friendly. Right. But his fans aren't going to, like, do anything about that. Yeah. But uh, but on YouTube's level, it's like, how do you police that? Like, they're already not like YouTube's not profitable. Yeah, it hasn't been. So it's like they're going to dump more money into this and lose more money. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I, 
it's all part of the greater Google conglomerate or alphabet, as it's now called. So, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt, because at this point, they're mostly focused on, like, appeasing their higher corporate advertisers. Your Warner Brothers, your, you know, Sony's, your Microsoft's, people like that. So, they're while they're more focused on them and getting their content up, you know, all the user-created stuff that's going to fall on us to police. Right. So what's the chat think about this? Uh, Tevia says basically you are giving trolls the power. Yeah, for the most part. Was it Madi? Um, instead of dislikes, people will flag the videos. Yeah, that's a really big concern. Uh, next time I talk about the DC movies, they're just going to flag it instead of disliking it a whole bunch. Right. And that's already a problem. It's like, it's one thing for the video to be like, especially for like, um, IGN, like, uh, channels like that, where they're just reporting something yeah. and then people will like the video cause they don't like the thing that was announced or reported. Mm -hmm. Like the video has nothing to do with that. Yeah. So. so. Um, I don't know. Let's hope for the best, I guess. Yeah, I mean, something's got to give at this point because, like, they're doing a lot of user-unfriendly stuff with content ID and now the ad-friendly nonsense and now this. I mean, either a competitor's going to come, which is unlikely, or, yeah. you know, they're finally going to, like, revamp everything they do, which is also unlikely. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It's it's like that whole analogy of, like, the the big warship like you can't just turn on a dime with stuff like that yeah with a big company with so many hours of content uploaded every day mm -hmm. what's the stat it's like a million something an hour yeah, it's like ridiculous yeah like how could you keep up with that i don't know <laughs> it has to be like either it's going to be like there, there's no like uh like surgical way that they can do that they can't go into every video and say oh there's context here so it's yeah not like well that's part of the reason why they came up with the whole content id robot thing to like notice certain sound waves and garbage but that takes it too far <laughs> right so so that's a bummer yeah <laughs> Tevia says content creators getting screwed over. Time to go to Daily Motion. Is that even still like? I go to there sometimes. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know anybody that like is like known for that. Like I'm a yeah. Daily Motioner. You know it's what I mean? good. Sorry to go back to wrestling, but it's good for like finding matches that aren't on YouTube because the WWE flags them. Yeah. Like they don't touch them on Daily Motion. Other than that, like I think Vimeo would probably be like the next best bet. Because like people already go there. Like, yeah, so but can, the problem like, is like you can't mon monetize. Yeah, you can't monetize on Vimeo. So. Yeah, well, you can, but you can't monetize in the same way that you can. Like you can sell. Yeah. Vimeo videos, but you can't like watch it for free, and I'll get a tenth of a cent. Or yeah, ad revenue and garbage. So, um, for those of you wondering where Bob is, um, he is currently. Uh, I'm trying to think of a comic book character who died in a ridiculous way and then came back in an equally ridiculous way. Um, he was absorbed by what's called the Phoenix Force um, and then obliterated himself to save the world. But don't worry, he's actually currently resting in a cocoon under the George Washington Bridge. That's all true. But maybe you should worry because there's a group of Charmanders that are very angry at him. Yes. <laughs> That's all true, by the way. That's how Jean Grey died and came back as the Phoenix. <laughs> except for the Charmander part, that's not. Yeah, except for the Charmander part. Charmanders didn't exist back in the 80s. Jackie! Hey, Jackie. John Lamb. Anybody I missed from before? Uh, all right. Okay, so what's your top? First. All right, I got a couple. Um, as I mentioned before, um, one thing I get in trouble with a lot is the DC movies the dc extended universe as it's called um <laughs> i'm not the only one who's noticed the quality of these films though because uh the ceo of time warner jeff uh bukes who time warner is the parent company mm -hmm. of um dc and warner brothers 
he's acknowledged that there's a problem. Whoa. Um, <laughs> he said, and this is a direct quote, we do think there is a little room for improvement. We can do a little better on the creative. Like, what more <laughs> can you say than that? I mean, he's pretty much acknowledging there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, our movie sucks. Yeah. I mean, granted, did they not, how do you not know that beforehand, though? Like, I don't, I don't understand how you green light those movies. Like that Martha thing? How oh, that, my God. <laughs> who, who said yes to that? <laughs> I don't. It's like, I, I, I mean, Man of Steel, like, you could sort of give them a pass for because it was, like, just getting their feet wet. But then they went all in. And at no point did anybody say, this is a bad idea. Like, right. what, you know, not to give Bukes all the credit in the world, because earlier he said the strategy worked. The execution t- did deliver what we wanted to do, um, which was to launch DC and re- reinvigorate it with the fan base. <laughs> That's technically true, because the movies did make money and people are talking about them. Not in the way people want to be talking about them. Yeah. Well... It's weird because, like, they have this effect where um, the first wave of people that see the movies, they're like, oh, this is terrible. You don't want to see this. And then since you already have this established base of people that are like, DC, yeah. Marvel sucks and all, whatever. Um, they're going to see the movie and they're they're more um, willing to like it. You know what I mean? Like, they come in thinking, oh, everybody's just overreacting. This is actually a great movie. And they're just Marvel fanboys. So it's like... It's, it, it makes it difficult to like really gauge it at that point because who's the real fan at that point? Yeah, it's so definitely it's it's definitely a case of like people who are already know whether or not they're gonna like it or they're not gonna like it, and they go to see it, and you know their opinions already made. So I will say when I saw Suicide Squad, you know I wanted it to be good. I heard all the reviews that it was worse than Batman vs Superman. I went to see it, and I enjoyed myself a lot more than I thought I would. It's still, I would still hesitate to call it a good movie, <laughs> but yeah, I, was, I mean, you know, I was with Batman versus Superman. It was like it's not a good movie. Yeah, there, I can't defend I, that movie. But at all. I can say that I, I, it was like okay, I guess this makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hot sense, like as a. Like this happened and this happened and this happened because of this. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that was there. But Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad was like, okay, but why does any of this matter? Yeah, you can definitely like, tell Suicide Squad was trying to serve two masters. You know, the Warner Brothers cut and the David Ayer cut. Cut. Right. Um, Batman vs Superman was all Zack Snyder. Like there is mm-hmm. like there is no way you can blame that on anyone else but him. Right. Um, have you seen the extended cut of Batman vs Superman? No. Okay. Is it better? Only by like a smidgen. Like a smidgen and how much longer is it? It's like half an hour longer. Eh, it's not. Yeah, I mean like the pacing is better in certain spots and something <laughs> in some weird. Yeah. Like some, add more time to make your pacing better. Yeah, well cuz you know it it helps like flesh out certain things. Like things don't jump from one to the next to the next to the next. Like things actually like right. take their time to develop and flow a little bit better. But it still doesn't, you know, Martha's still in it. Um <laughs> Doomsday still looks stupid. Superman still dies at the end. Spoiler alert by the way. Um <laughs> Yeah, all the biggest problems in that movie are still there. It's just some things make more some, sense. T- take the spear out. Like that was my biggest problem. Like the whole spear thing why? I don't, never mind. We're not. I don't uh, know yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> you know, because I've been watching a lot of what culture, and they they um they like to show how they would do movies better. I might have to talk about how I would do this movie better, and by that I would mean yeah. just a live yeah. a- just a live action version of the animated series because they did it and that was beautiful. If you do that, let me know. Definitely complete my uh my Wolf Den Triforce. I'll be <laughs> on your show. I'll be on Bob's show. I was on Wolf Den with Bob, and now I'm on Wolf Den with you. So it's like everything's all completed at that point. You, you got it. All right. What do you What do you guys think? What do uh? How do you feel about what the CEO of Time Warner has oh, to say I'm about? Sorry, I'm sorry, John Lamb. Oh, uh, sorry, John Lamb. I mean, 
I saved you some eight bucks. Put it that way. <laughs> true. True, true, true. Um, what else we got here? Smart man, Adam. Smart man. Jack Jackie says Suicide Squad was generic. I watched I watched a review of it today, and they compared Suicide Squad to the corporate version of uh, street graffiti. You know, you know, like when a company is doing you know marketing and they're trying to be hip and street and cool, and it like is crap. That's what Suicide Squad was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is this? Uh, Live to Rock. Mel Gibson said. Um, Oh yeah, Gavin said uh Mel Gibson said that Batman vs Superman was crap and Liz Rock said Mel said it and a lot of DC fans told him to shut up. Mel Gibson is a crazy man. Like there's no disputing that, but I mean, he knows how to direct a movie. So, like Braveheart is an that excellent be, movie and Tevye, that would be weird. Tevye says I'm hoping the CEO make these movies good. Like when does a CEO ever really make a, a creative thing yeah like you're lucky <laughs> if the ceo of a movie studio actually has like movie background in it or really even has like saw the movie yeah <laughs> like uh live to rock says uh put peter tomasi to write the new movie i would see that peter tomasi for those of you who don't know is currently writing superman for dc he's writing the rebirth story and it is excellent it is the best superman has been in like half a decade so you should all read that today's issue was glorious um john lamb says wolfie don't you think comic movies will always bank pretty much all comic people will watch it just to get it out of the way and be in the know right well yeah people will always go see comic book movies especially like superhero movies but I, I think mean, that bubble will burst. Yeah, it's it's got to come soon. I mean, Marvel's been trucking along fine, but if DC keeps putting out the movies at the quality they have been, because like, these movies are successes, but they're not like the Marvel level su- successes. Right. Sorry. So because it's let, like their successes in that they made money. Yeah, but for but, a company, especially a company as big as DC, yeah, that's not. Like making money is like okay, whatever. But making enough to justify making another thing in the same light is a whole nother. Thing. Yeah, and they they have you don't really want to just make double of what you made. But that's like the hope that you do at least that. Like, yeah, and hopefully we at least double this budget. And they have really bad word of mouth these movies. Yeah, like that's not helping at all. Uh, what else we got here? Sonic the Headshot, <laughs> Dong of Justice, as he calls it, felt rushed and not as bad as people made it out to be. One of these days, I need to have people on this show who like that movie because I know a lot of people who do. That would be interesting. Like uh, my friend Matt, who's been on the show before, Matt Fela, he loves uh-huh. that movie. Like I sat next, I sat next to him in the theater when we were watching it, and he was like all like giddy and happy and like real really pumped about it and i'm sitting there going what the hell is this i don't i don't i don't get it i don't get like on because some movies right like think transformers right some yeah people like those because they're like dumb action movies it's I like, will, oh, yeah, yeah. Transformer did blah, blah blah i don't even there was not even really that much action that made me think like oh man i'm gonna yeah. myself I'll say this. I liked the first Transformers movie for what it was. The second one just turned me off completely. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are only certain levels of stupidity I can take. And uh, Revenge of the Fallen was, was my limit. So, John Lamb. Wonder Woman won't flop because it has a bunch of feminist one-liners that will please lib fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean... It, it looks cool. It yeah. looks cool right now. Yeah, no, it looks excellent. And it, I think it, that... From the stuff that they're doing, it seems like they're getting everything right. Like, from what we've seen. Yeah, I mean... Regardless of your political leanings, I want that movie to do good because I want DC to have a good movie. <laughs> right. Fair enough. I mean... Yeah, and I think... 
I don't remember who was talking about that, but there was like this bet that's like, who's going to, like, will Marvel have a bad movie first or uh, DC have a good movie? I might have been you guys that were talking about Might have been. Well, all right. If you want to get technical, Marvel already had a bad movie with Iron Man 2 and The Incredible Hulk, but they got those out of the way pretty quickly. Then they. And and, I mean, does that really even count? Because the DC cinematic universe didn't even start. Yeah, no, and they, they were still doing Dark Knight and the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Right, and it, at, at that time, they were already, like, like for the those Batman movies, they were making good ones, but then it's like they fell off a cliff. Yeah. They were like, cinematic universe. Yeah. It does, because whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, Uh, what else you got? Um. So, Kojima. Yes. You, you hearing any of this stuff that he's talking about? About uh, Metal Gear Survive? Yeah, that and yeah. Death Stranding. So this is kind of like... Oh, yeah, tell me about Death Stranding. I don't know much. The topic. Yeah. So let, let's start off with the, the uh, Metal Gear Survive thing. So Kojima doesn't like Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. <laughs> Distancing himself from that as much as humanly possible. And he's talking about how, like, that's not a Metal Gear game. Metal Gear is about political fiction. It's not about zombies. <laughs> And ex- espionage. We don't yeah. have crazy stuff in that game. We didn't have a, a, a flaming uh, whale. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, he's not too pleased. He said if that was his game, they would be mechs, not zombies. Yeah. Which, okay, I, I, I doubt, you know, he wouldn't put a zombie in there. It's just he'd have a unique way of doing it. Because yeah, Phantom it Pain, like, cheap. there were ghosts and, like, weird stuff in there. So, yeah. Zombies are not out of the question. They would not be the focus, though. Right. It wouldn't be. They'll just be nanomachines. Yeah, it would be something like that. Like, it's not really like a traditional zombie. It's a robot zombie. So then, branching off from that. To Death Stranding, yeah. Death Stranding. And he's like hitting at the date in the most Kojima convoluted way possible. Yeah. He said that um, it's going to come out before the Olympics in 2020 <laughs> and before the year that Akira takes place, which is 2019. So that leads us to think that it's coming out in 2018. Do you think that it will come out in 2018? No. <laughs> I, doubt I doubt it. Like, I think 2019 at the at the earliest yeah it's 2019 yeah there's no way 2018 i mean i did he pick an engine for that because last i heard he hadn't even picked an engine for that game yeah i think he picked the engine i don't think we know what it is yeah but so i don't know and uh the other thing that he was talking about is that it's going to be um it's going to be an action game with co-op features and there's going to be possibly probably a female protagonist i'm assuming that like takes part in the co-op thing like kind of resident evil 5 type of oh god i hope i liked resident evil 5 but i did not like the co-op in that game Yeah. (laughs) like because you needed to play co-op in order to get through and i i didn't i beat that game by myself i don't know how (laughs) i don't know maybe you were you're on a resident evil or high and that gave you the strength to power through definitely yeah i, I probably was <laughs> nah man was there another kojima thing kojima. there's always a kojima thing yeah no there wasn't another of, of, of any consequence yeah. did, what type what type of game did they say it was gonna be like an open world something yeah, it's gonna be like an open world like action game like a, a kojima game the, the the whole nines where it's like a a, a two hundred million dollar production yeah and nothing makes sense and six years and everybody talks in riddles yeah uh. <laughs> everyone's talking about Akira yeah Tevia said he agrees yeah co-op suck and cool. Resident Evil Corey, well, Resident Evil 5 wasn't a bad game in general, but I kind of lacked the Resident Evil vibe. Yeah, yeah. definitely did. <laughs> I, th- I think that's the, the, the main problem. Because it's like they they took what people liked about Resident Evil 4 and 
they took it out of context. Like, oh, definitely, oh, you guys, yeah. You guys like this action stuff. Okay, well, we'll give you more. Yeah. We'll give you less survival horror, more action. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like, you could have kept it with Resident And in a lot of ways, I don't know how Resident Evil, um, outside of maybe 7, maybe VR will solve that, but with how modern controls work now, yeah. I don't know how they can make something scary because the reason why it was scary is because you're limited like yeah you can't just turn around and say oh shoot that zombie and then move the analog stick and kill him because the controls are terrible and stupid yeah but now they're so fluid that it's like you're god <laughs> yeah well i think there i think you can i think there's a way like to balance it you know a good studio will know how to do it um whether or not seven can do it you know, we'll have to see. But seven is just basically Phantom Pain. <laughs> so did you play the new demo yet? No, I watched you play it though. Yeah, no, they updated the demo. So now there's like they more to it. it. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna stream that? I don't know. I'm, I'll try. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get to, but I should. Just pop that yeah, in. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably check it out. I just like I said, gaming YouTube channels. Yeah. Games. It, it's hard, man. <laughs> doesn't make it doesn't make sense unless i make a video about it and then then i'll have to play it yeah uh all right moving on all right let's see oh um so star wars yep talk about star wars everybody likes star wars um yeah i hope you like star wars because they're gonna because right now they've already announced um, we got Rogue One this year, we got Episode 8 next year, we got Han Solo the year after that, and then we got Episode 9 the year after that. And is there going to be like an Obi-Wan movie somewhere? Yeah, they uh, they pretty much confirmed that there's going to be a new Star Wars movie a year till the end of time. <laughs> like, they just reaffirmed it today. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger spoke at Goldman Sachs, uh, event, which is the same event that the Time Warner CEO was speaking at. <laughs> Uh, I had a meeting yesterday with Kathy Kennedy, who's the CEO of Lucasfilm, and we mapped out um, the Star Wars plans we have until 2020. We have movies in development for Star Wars till then, and we started talking about what we're doing in 2021 and beyond. Well, that's that, that's not too crazy. Marvel does stuff like that. It's like we know what, we're, what they're doing until the world's going to blow up. Yeah, but I feel like with Marvel, like... You know, the co- comics are infinite. There's like a comic for everything. Star Wars is yeah. one thing. You know, and granted, there's like a whole Star Wars extended universe, but in terms of movies, how many movies you, can you put out until, you know, you get burnt out? Because one of the best things about Star Wars was it went away. Mm-hmm. Like, you had a trilogy and then it ended and then you didn't hear about it for like 10 years, 20 years. Right. So. And but, I mean, there, there, there's going to be people that like. Um, like upon hearing that, like oh, Star Wars every year, best thing ever. Like yeah. going to be on board, but after a while, it's going to peter off. Yeah, I think that the like the main like this new trilogy, like I think that's probably going to do really good. Yeah, I think Rogue One is probably going to do really good, and what they're doing, you said they're doing a um, Han, Han Solo solo film. Yeah, that's probably gonna that's going to do, gonna really, do good. really good. Yeah, but. Um, Outside of that, I don't see the Obi Wan movie doing too like. Yeah, I mean they're it's weird because they're exploring Obi Wan right now in the Marvel comics. Like every so often they'll do like a one shot of what he was doing on Tatooine, um, and those are all interconnected. So it's not like, you know, they have to because they're already exploring it somewhere else. The rumor was that it was going to be a Boba Fett film because mm-hmm. they had um Josh Trank who directed the piece of garbage fantastic four movie from a couple of years ago to do it and and but he dropped out you know he said like i can't i can't do movies anymore <laughs> oh, wow. so, yeah so um so now it's up in the air as to what that would be um people still think it's boba fett um it might be obi-wan it might be something else i think boba fett would be a smarter move than obi-wan to be honest with you yeah but, um, i mean i'm sure there there's a lot of other ideas i'm i'm holding out hope we get like a, an adaption of the jedi knight games just because i want to see kyle katarn again <laughs> uh 
don't know. I think I think the the best thing that they could do is once this trilogy is done is again, like you said, go away. Yeah. <laughs> make people want it again. Yeah, I mean. Because right now, like, they've already admitted that they don't think Rogue One is going to make as much money as The Force Awakens. They think it'll do well, but not as much as Force Awakens. Not, like, third best movie. Yeah, and I think the reason why The Force Awakens is the third best movie, in addition to it be just being good, is because we didn't see Star Wars for, like, ten years. Right. So. And it was, like, it was a huge question mark. It was, like, is this going to be good? Yeah. Is this going to be ten minutes all over again? Yeah, exactly. And it was good, so... <laughs> So now people are like, eh, okay, yeah. maybe I have an understanding of what this is going to be. Or maybe maybe they still are curious. And then after a while, once they get um, like acclimated to whatever the Star Wars movies are, like quality-wise, then they're like, okay, I know what I can expect from this. I don't have yeah. to like, rush out. I'm really curious about Rogue One, though, because like, you hear all these behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, oh, they had to call in another guy to edit it. And they, they literally they just changed the, um, the composer. That's true reshoots yeah all the reshoots but they like they just changed the composer like um i think his name is alex de was the composer and then they like replaced him with michael giacono and the movie comes out in december <laughs> well the composers like changing the composer is not like it's not like they're like oh we gotta redo principal photography all over again true like, yeah but like you know you, and it's not the worst because i remember this is gonna date me kids but um, Peter Jackson's King Kong from 2005, that changed composer like a month before it came out. <laughs> and the original composer is like has a cameo in the movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, hope hope you all like Star Wars. Do y'all, yeah, you all like Star Wars in there in the chat. Yeah. Tavia wants a. Galen Merrick's Starkiller movie. I still say Fortune Least holds up. The first one. Yeah. You yeah, play that. The first yeah. one's cool. The second one, I don't know. Yeah. The second one. Uh-huh. Second one. I don't know. <laughs> you could tell they made the second one because they could. They yeah, didn't have yeah. to, but they, yeah. It was an expansion pack that didn't need to be made. Um, people, Some people don't want a Han Solo movie. Han Solo solo movie. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, who are they talking about playing him? Like, because I know there's like a lot of different like. Oh no, they ca- they like, casted him finally. It's um, let me look it up. It he he's not like a major actor or anything. Like he he's been in movies. Alden Ehrenreich. So is he like like um, how Harrison Ford was like? Yeah. Like what? C? Like C rank, if that? Yeah, at the time, and then. Yeah, see if I can find. Are they going to? I know they're talking about doing more Indiana Jones movies. Is he going to be the same person? Okay, with Indiana Jones, they're making Indy Five, and Harrison Ford is going to play Indiana Jones. He will be seventy-seven years old when that movie comes out. Jesus. Like, give me a break. So we're just going to have him as like a professor. He's just going to be teaching people, and the whole movie's going to be in a classroom. Well, there there was that there was that TV series, The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, where you know it would flash forward to Indiana Jones as like a ninety year old professor missing an eye, um, and he would you know have flashbacks to when he was like ten years old or when he was like eighteen years old. And that was actually pretty cool, but I don't know for big budget. Star Wars film, sorry, big budget Indiana Jones film. You gotta reboot it at some point. He can't play Indy forever, or just end it. You know, I thought you ended it with Crystal Skulls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's making movie, uh, making money, they don't want to end it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. All right. Um. John Lamb says. Fanatics, what is your opinion of Kylo not being able to hold his own against a total noob? That was, yeah, I, I don't know. That I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff that could have went into that. Maybe maybe he was like, oh, she has potential. Oh, I want to kill her. Blah blah. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. It could have been the whole thing. Like you know, Max Landis is like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. Like, yeah. 
I think it has more to do with, you know, showing that Kylo Ren is kind of a punk and, like, isn't as badass as he thinks. He, it's all part about, like, yeah, him yeah. not being as good as Darth Vader. Whereas with Rey, there's, like, all this mystery surrounding, like, who she is and why is she so powerful and all of that. Which, you know, we'll probably start to get answers to in 8. Episode and 8. I don't know if she's, like, a total new with a, uh, with a lightsaber yet, but yeah. she does have, like, experience with, like, fighting and hunting. Yeah, she- yeah, you know, like fighting and with ships, like she's clearly it's not like her first time ever fighting somebody. Yeah. Um, Jackie says Kylo was distracted, untrained, and out of practice. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Um, Atten says they will bring back Shia LaBeouf for Indy Five. Nope. Really? Nope. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> burns so many bridges. He hates Steven Spielberg. Like straight, like he he pretty much said, like when you make a movie with Steven Spielberg, you're not making it with Steven Spielberg the artist. You're making it with Steven Spielberg the uh, company man. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, that that's a burned bridge if I ever saw one. Yeah. Uh, all right. You got anything else? Um, I'm debating. I'm going to let you decide. You want to talk NX or you want to talk Pokemon? Let's talk NX. Why not? Okay, so this is this is kind of Pokemon and NX. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I figured. Yeah, there's a... um. So you're hearing about, like, all these NX rumors. There's a new NX rumor every day, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so this one is kind of like, oh, yeah, we knew that was going to happen, but it's good to know that it's probably going to happen in a bigger deal than everybody uh, in a bigger way yeah. than everybody assumed it was because um, the Pokemon company president is, he was talking about the NX with wall street journal mm-hmm. and he confirmed two different things. He basically confirmed it's a hybrid. Like we know it's a hybrid. At yeah. this point. He said that it, uh, he said some along the lines of like it redefining like what uh, what makes a handheld a handheld and what makes a console a console. Mm-hmm. So I mean like that's basically saying this is a handheld and he said we will make game for NX. Yeah. So that makes me think that we're most likely going to get like it's not going to be like a like you know they do like Pokemon Pokemon tournament and like the mini Pokemon RPG type situation. We're probably going to get a big deal one because yeah. the only thing that was really stopping them from doing that is because the whole branding thing. Like they're like, oh, it's po- it's pocket monsters. Yeah, you can fit a Wii U in your pocket. Like, <laughs> that whole thing. So it's like maybe you could fit an NX in your pocket. Yeah, Pokemon Eclipse or whatever, or even Sun and Moon on NX. Yeah, you can buy that. So. And then the other thing is when the NX is going to come out, like. Yeah, there's there's different rumors. A lot of people are saying October now. For a long time, everybody was saying it was going to be sometime this month. Mm-hmm. It could still potentially be sometime this month because September 23rd is Nintendo's uh, 127th anniversary. Oh wow! And there's a lot of talk with like the NX supposed to be like this is a whole reboot for Nintendo. Yeah. Type of thing. So like that would be cool. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, like announcing their new console and like uh, like telling everybody like what their new mission statement is and all this stuff like we're new nintendo and by that we're old nintendo we yeah want to give you nes snes nintendo in the modern age except yeah mix in game boy with that <laughs> and, and, and one thing so i don't know I mean, nintendo's not really big on anniversaries i feel though like aside yeah. from mario like they don't celebrate anything like they barely celebrated zelda's 30th if they even yeah. did i don't even know so. I think I think that they probably had a plan for that. Like, um, they they usually celebrate the ones that they that they're like, oh yeah, we're 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 planning something. About yeah, that. I guess because Breath of the Wild got delayed, so exactly. Yeah, so it would have been like this whole blown out thing if Breath of the Wild would have made its date, and they would have been like, oh yeah, thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, they did it. But since their like software launch uh, scheduled in lineup, it's like, oh, let's not make a big deal. Like Metroid, if uh, people would have liked Federation Force better, they probably would have made a big deal about the anniversary. Oh, it's yeah. It's kind of like playing poker at this point. It's like, oh, are people going to react uh, well to this? No, no, okay, no they happen. didn't react well to it. <laughs> exactly. So Maybe if she gave us a real Metroid game, we will react well to it. Right. Or, and I think, 
or I don't know. I, I feel like every time there's a Nintendo um, console, everybody thinks it's going to be this like dream thing where it's like they're going to give us Mario and Kirby and Metroid yeah. and F Zero and all the games that we ever wanted. But I think that if NX is a hybrid, like we probably could like feasibly see that. Maybe then, yeah. All their teams are like working on one thing. Like they, it's not like okay, yeah, you're the Game Boy team and you're the GameCube team. Yeah. Everybody, you make this for this one thing. You do F Zero and you do Kirby <laughs> and you do Splatoon too. <laughs> yeah, and if, if they merge like their hardware and software teams into one. So mm-hmm. now, like, they know specifically what the hardware can do because they yeah. help build it. So hopefully that means, you know, we won't get a Star Fox that has bad motion controls right. in it. Or, you know, we'll get, uh, I'm trying to think of other Nintendo games that had really bad shoehorned in controls. We'll get a Pikmin that has the right, we'll get a Pikmin that has the right controls in there from the beginning instead of getting patched in a year later. Right. So. And the thing is like, they had that control screen, control scheme already in Nintendo land. Yeah. And then they were like, oh yeah, we don't need that for the main series. Yeah. (sighs) Wasn't there, didn't they have like regular controls like in the beginning like they said you can pilot it without motion controls and then like as the game got closer they took it out mm. you're talking about star fox yeah star that. fox sorry yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they um well they they were going back and forth on that like yeah we were like at e3 and they're like can we turn these off and they're like nah you, yeah you can't do that and like when people start to react to that they're like no you could turn it off you could turn it off yeah. and i mean like technically you can't turn it off but you can't turn it off like you can you can control certain aspects of your ship with the analog stick, but you yeah. can't control the whole thing. And it's kind of designed in such a way that you need the motion controls. Yeah. Like, so, it, it, just just how they did the two screen situation, where it's like they purposely made the screen on the TV inaccurate, oh. so that the screen in the gamepad was what you had to rely on to like really do combat like you can do guesswork and say okay well this is approximately yeah. five pixels off so i gotta aim five pixels to the right type of situation so yeah they they, they if you want they, a good if you want a good star fox game on the wii u uh play bayonetta 2 wearing the star fox costume because you unlock a star fox level on that and that yeah. plays fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of that um and this is this is like a mini thing uh uh platinum games they're talking about uh bayonetta's like they celebrate bayonetta uh 2's anniversary it's like bayonetta 2's second anniversary or whatever <laughs> the, the bayonetta amiibo i wonder maybe they're talking with nintendo to do bayonetta 3 on on nx that'd be cool i didn't play bayonetta 2 but i heard like it's just as good as the first one the first one is really good yeah uh, i played a lot of the first one because like i didn't play it the first time around even though I yeah had, like I, I'm like multi consoles. Like I always have all of them. Yeah. But I never got around to it. I didn't even hear about it. Yeah. But um, when I played it on Wii U, it was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then yeah. especially since they added that extra layer of like, you can be Peach or yeah, you can dress as Zelda. Zelda or can, Link. You can dress as Link. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Don't hate me for that. Sorry, that's internet. A, that's sorry, a big internet. deal. Um. Was it Chaz Evansdale? Reggie said something about new Metroid and basically said they won't announce it until it's about ready to be released, hopefully on NX or at launch. Basically, Reggie said if there is a new Metroid that's coming five, six years from now, they're not going to announce it now. I have no doubt that they're always like thinking of the next version of something in their like one of their big franchises, but the fact that we haven't had like a, met, a real Metroid game since Other M, and we haven't had a good Metroid game since Metroid Prime 3. You know, right. fans are like, they need something. They need to know something. And it's not just Metroid. It's, you know, when was the last time we had an F-Zero game? Yeah. You know? And I, I think a lot of that is like, um, Nintendo, they don't seem like they're really one for like, um, just doing something for the sake of like, their fans like like people saying like a, a small sect because like in reality the people that are clamoring for metroid are small for yeah Nintendo. um they're not going to do it because metroid would quote unquote only sell around three four million units yeah 
and in Japan specifically, it, it wouldn't even crack. Yeah, Metroid's game. not popular so, in Japan at all. So it's like it's not a priority for them. Yeah. Even though America's like their biggest market, they still really prioritize like. Yeah, they they're, they're uh, very like Japanese focused in everything they do. Right. So. so, I think the only way that we'll get like, or the only way that they'll prioritize it if, um, is if retro, really like, spearheads that. Yeah, but they trust. They retro have retro on uh, Donkey Kong, now. Well, they uh, retro is working on something. We don't know what it is. That's true. But... Yeah, they've been working on Donkey Kong forever. Oh, right, they so. did. Um, they did returns in Tropical Freeze, and yeah. now they're working on. Uh, again, there's rumors that maybe it's a new IP. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's Metro. <laughs> I mean, Metroid. Yeah. Uh, the thing that they're they're really good at though is like taking an IP that was dormant and bringing it into like modern day. Yeah. So maybe it's something completely different. Maybe, maybe they're going to do freaking Wrecking Crew. Yeah. <laughs> like, we never know. <laughs> maybe we'll get a new Kid Icarus that's not yeah. you know whatever it was on the 3ds. I think I think it was cool. I think I want that. I want Retro to do Kid Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> Forget all you Metroid. It's like, no, I like Metroid. Metroid's cool. Yeah, no, Metroid's awesome. Falcon Punch. Yeah. That's Tevi. Tevi and Mrs. Metroid. Uh, John Lamb really doing his part to get people to like this video and like and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. <laughs> Like, also, comment, also, make sure to do that with Fanatics 4. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Fanatics 4. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. I got one more thing real quick, and I hope I can do this without screwing anything up. I got to exit full screen for a minute. And hopefully. All right. We got new zords in <laughs> for oh, yeah, the power rangers that. movie yeah. so for those of you who don't know we're getting a new power rangers big budget live action movie next year um and they've slowly been like releasing like pictures of like what's it gonna like what everything's gonna look like we saw elizabeth banks as rita we saw the cast in their costume not great costumes i should say but um and now we got to look at the at what the Zords are going to look like. And, you know, let's just scroll down slowly. Here we got uh, Pterodactyl for the Pink Ranger. Uh, we got Mastodon for the Black Ranger. It's like, you know, obscured close-up shots and people and, like, the Rangers hanging out on them. But, you know, it gives you a sense of, like, what you're dealing with. Um, and it definitely looks like they're going for – I don't want to say they're going for, like – uh, Michael Bay Transformers style look, but it's definitely leaning in that direction. You know, it's very like overly designed. We got yeah. the Blue Ranger. I like this one because he's just like hanging out there, like laying down on his Triceratops. Uh, what do we got? We got a, uh, and then we got the Red Ranger Tyrannosaurus. Is that it? Oh, and then the Yellow Ranger Sabertooth Tiger. And she's just like, yeah. And I like how they threw the tagline, go, go, 2017. Yeah. That was awesome. I, I like these. I like these more than the other stuff that they were showing off. Yeah. Like the, the, the whole Rita thing. Like, I was like, what? Yeah, that, that didn't look know. like Rita. The Power Rangers looked like... Um, they looked like Iron Man. Yeah, they looked way too much like Iron Man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think yeah i i have faith this will this will be okay this movie will be watchable <laughs> yeah i'm i'm scared to have faith in in, in uh <laughs> in movies these days yeah i know like especially something like power rangers yeah like but i don't know i'm gonna see it regardless because you know yeah. i can't help but watch big robots beat the crap out of monsters yeah at the very least we'll have that yeah <laughs> Um, I will say, if you're a fan of big robots fighting monsters, uh, the Voltron series that's currently on Netflix, Voltron Legendary Defenders, it's really good. It's from the people. I need Netflix. I need. I need to go do that. <laughs> yeah, it's from the people who made um, the Legend of Korra, and it's oh. yeah, like you could tell it's the same people because like it's the same humor and the same animation style, but it's Voltron, so it's really good. I, need, I, need that. I also need to watch Stranger Things apparently. 
Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Everybody's telling me that it's like, um, it's like Earthbound. And then once I heard that, I was like, oh, it's like Earthbound. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's, I guess, yeah, it's kind of like Earthbound. I've always, I, I compare it to like Poltergeist and like 80s style, like Spielberg horror, or John Carpenter horror. I'm convinced one of the stores in it was also uh, a set from Halloween, like the original Halloween. Can't prove it yet, but I have enough evidence to suggest it was. Hey, future video. Yeah, but um. And then if you're right, it'll get tons of views. Yeah, I'm just. I should just bite the bullet and do a Stranger Things video. I've been putting it off for so long. Like I need to stop putting it off because <laughs> it's just I mean, so good. Maybe you just need to put it off forever, and then the suspense will build. And yeah, the and then and then season two will happen, and then I'll be timely again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they just got um, renewed for that, didn't they? Yeah, they got renewed. They already announced what the episode names are going to be. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, when, when, when is that going to happen? <laughs> next year. Yeah, like, they put out, like, a, a teaser video, which is just, like, it's it's the title sequence of the show. And it says season two. But as it's, like, the title sequence is going, it, it says the names of all the episodes instead of the name of the cast. <laughs> so... I don't know. I, I hear a lot of people talking about waffles, so I was like, "I'm sold." Oh yeah, it's uh, waffles. Eggo waffles play a big part in that show, <laughs> as they should in everyday life. Every every show, every show should be about waffles. Yeah, even if it's a pancake uh, restaurant or something. Yeah, I don't know why you would do anything with pancakes. I had pan- I had a pancake this morning. It was a huge pancake. <laughs> I, a little I bit pancakes when you can have waffles. I gotta. Find, I know I have a waffle iron in this house. I have to find it and make sure it works. <laughs> but all right. Um, so if you don't have any other topics, we can go right to the chat. Um, talk about. My, my, my topics are, are more. Uh... <laughs> eh, let's go to the chat. All right, guys. Uh, as always, you can. You know, leave a comment in the chat now. We will also answer comments from last week's video. And, of course, reach us on Twitter at the hashtag WolfDenLive. Um, what do we Lamb got? says, like the video if you're watching. I like that. Like, thank thank like. you, John Lamb. <laughs> Guy number 20, Bob, what did you do with your hair? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just stuff happens. Yeah. I ordered a pancake instead of a waffle. And- that, it happens, man. Uh, Fred Bushi, Will, if I send you one piece, will you do something on it? It's my personal favorite met anime slash manga. I might have to. Everybody wants me to read one piece. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole. I yeah, know. I don't... I don't know. You should jump into the world of anime um, manga nonsense. <laughs> I was reading Trigun for a while. The... Mango Trigun. Uh, I, got, I got beef with Trigun. Really? It's like, it's, it's uh, Roroni Kenshin with guns. Like, it, <laughs> it's just that. Like, it's exactly that. Like, it's the same show. Oh, <laughs> so man. Like, I've never seen Roroni like Kenshin, so I'd have to watch it now. Yeah, if you're watching it, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Um, BDaddy98 has been asking this question for a while, so I'm going to answer it. Go what, for it. <laughs> what platform would you recommend for someone who's never, never, own owned a playstation or xbox Ooh. Uh, that's a tough question to answer right now to be honest the, i mean that's a loaded question it's like there's a lot of layers to like what the answer could be it depends on you really it's like what, what do you like to play yeah when do you plan on buying it mm-hmm. what do you value because i'd say like if, if you're doing it and you're like i want as close to a pc experience and i want teraflops then i yeah. wait a year and get the scorpio yeah um if you're like i want tons of exclusives and blah blah and it doesn't matter what the exclusive is about again i'd say go yeah with the xbox but if you want like if you really value third-party games and you want um, the best experience right now i'd go playstation because playstation's getting a lot of like exclusive like yeah first and all that stuff and right now they're winning as far as like the most powerful console and obviously the best selling thing so they're going to get yeah. the most important going forward i will but, say the xbox one if you're looking for something that's more of an all-purpose entertainment system like that does netflix and uh, hulu and streaming stuff well 
the Xbox One is really good for that. It was built for that. Um, I would even say the Xbox One S because that can do 4K video streaming, um, and 4K Blu-ray. That's a good option. And original Xbox Ones are like really cheap now. Yeah, super cheap. Yeah, they're in like the 200s now, aren't they? Yeah, like lower sometimes. Um, you can always find. You can get an Xbox One cheaper than you can get a Wii U. Yeah. Who messed that? And they, and they'll use they're usually bundles with games. So, um, but you know, also too, find out what your friends are playing on because you'll want to like make sure you're playing with them and you know because you can't cross play right now even though they can do it oh yeah if you like if you like fallout and you, and you like mods oh yeah do it on xbox one don't do it on but you gotta like really like fallout to like make a decision like that like the only game you ever want to play ever is fallout and other bethesda games then go xbox yeah um but yeah, I will say that uh, games do run better on PS4. So if you are concerned about gameplay, that is that is uh, something to consider. Okay, so we got to update. He said, no, only games. I don't care about the other stuff. All right, so then probably a <laughs> PS4. <laughs> but again, check out what your friends are playing on so you can play with them if that's something you... And it's like, what games? Did you like Halo? You like Gears? Yeah. Do you like Uncharted? Do you like Ratchet and Clank? You know also, I mean? too, remember, like, Microsoft's putting a lot of their exclusives on Windows 10. That's so it. if you have a Windows 10 PC, you don't need uh, an Xbox One. Right. Any opinion on Civil War Issue 5? Because I read that, and man, it was so boring. I gotta do a video on Civil War 2. I haven't read any of Civil War 2, but apparently it's not good. And it's just getting worse. <laughs> um, Jackie Donnelly, Will, did you watch season four premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yesterday? And if so, what did you think? Uh, I did not. I have not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. since the pilot. But apparently, this is the best Ghost Rider ever to appear in live action. Which I find hard to believe because Nicolas Cage was incredible. <laughs> that is like a, a, a spotty thing. Like some people say that about a lot of different stuff for him. Yeah. And it's like the other end of the spectrum for, again, a lot of stuff for him. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, I know, from what I've heard, season one was, like, spotty in terms of quality. Sometimes it was good, sometimes it was bad. It got better after uh, they tied into Winter Soldier. And season two was really good. Then season three was awful. Like, just straight up awful. So, but people seem to like uh, the season four premiere, so... One day I'll give it a shot. Who knows? <laughs> uh, John Lamb wants us to talk about Overwatch. I don't know specifically what about Overwatch. I did. I'll say this about Overwatch. I gave it a shot because over the weekend, Microsoft lets you play it on Xbox One for free. Mm-hmm. And I played it. And it was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, it reminded me of like classic multiplayer shooters that I used to play. You know, just pop in, get some shooting done, and that was it. Um, I'll probably never play it again. <laughs> but you know, yeah. it, I I have no problem recommending that to people. Like, yeah, I think I think Overwatch is awesome. Yeah, uh, me and Bob had a, a short little stint with that. He streamed it, and we were playing. But uh, life, and again, yeah. To- <laughs> so it's like and with online multiplayer games it's like once you're out like you're out because there's so much people that are like in yeah and like and really in so you'll just get destroyed every time you play it. yeah i know i remember when that game came out i had two friends who like were trying to get all of my friends to play it and, and i'm just like i'm playing doom i'm really liking doom <laughs> So um, that game is that game is harder than like you think it is. <laughs> like that's crazy. You you go and it's long too. It's a really long game. Like you'll go into a room, mind your own business, and all this. What are we talking when we say long? We mean like like unchar like like twelve hours. Yeah, like, maybe even like longer. Yeah, like twelve, fifteen like hours. Longer? Okay. Yeah, because okay. it's like twenty. It's like twenty missions, and like. You, you walk into a room and you're just swamped with monsters. Like, they throw every single monster at you at once. 
And like you can't exit the room until you kill every single one of them. It's ah, it's it's intense. I mean, having fun with it still? No, I am. I I take breaks from it because like the good thing about it is like you know it it has checkpoints every five feet, so yeah. like you can like pick it up and jump right back in where you left off. Like you don't have to replay everything, um, right. and, it, and it's easy to you know just kill everything that moves you don't need to do anything special for anything yeah but, and they, they kind of like want you to like, yeah they have like those whole finisher things like, yeah like, which i always do because you never know when you're gonna need health which is always right. um gameplay hot tip upgrade your ammo capacity first then your health then your armor uh People are asking if I've read uh, Batman issue 7 yet. That's the start of Night of the Monster Man. I have not, but Batman has been great so far. All the Bat books of Rebirth have been great. So I have no doubt this will be just as good as it's been. Um, and the Monster Man. If you like the Monster Man, read Matt Wagner's Batman and the Monster Man. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> Sonic the Headshot told him to get a second Dreamcast. <laughs> it's it can be expensive getting a second Dreamcast because everybody wants one. Yeah, I know. Like my uncle, he's like a super fan of Dreamcast. He like has like six Dreamcasts. I have no clue why. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of Dreamcasts. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to look for more comments. Yeah. Uh, any opinion on Superman issue 7 and Action Comics um, not caught up with action but Superman 7 was really good it was just him it was Superman, Lois and uh, John going to the state fair and just having fun at the fair <laughs> and it was so good uh, Superman is in a weird place right now in comics but like it, it's so good <laughs> that's all I can say you say weird place in comics you know it's weird well because it's all right did you see superman returns from like yes. 10 years ago all right you know how like superman's son was in it and everybody's like what is superman has a son what is this is not superman has a son in this and it works and like it, it's so good <laughs> like they they make you not hate the kid they was it was it the same situation where he's like, wait, I had a kid? No, no. I like, didn't know that. No, like, he's actually, like, acknowledges it and he raises him with Lois. Like, like they're on a farm and, like, he's teaching him how to use his powers and stuff. Like, if you were to tell me, like, ten years ago, oh, no, the comic version of Superman having a son is better, I would have said, there's no way that can work ever. And it's the best Superman comic in, like, the last half decade. So, mm. what does that tell you? Sounds like a big deal. Yeah. Sounds like a big deal. It, it seems easier to get kids right in comics than it does in movies. Though. It seems easier to get like a lot of things right in comics than it does in movies. You yeah. Know? I guess because like you have the time to like experiment and like develop, whereas a movie it has to get done in like two and a half hours. Right, and there, there's too many moving parts with movies. It's like um, one aspect of the movie could be like really good and everything else can be bad or vice versa and it ruins the whole yeah. thing but there's really only two real variables to a comic it's like is the art good is the story good yeah cool <laughs> all right do one more uh john lamb i have a rando tech question would either of y'all jump into one of those new driverless ubers if it arrived to pick you up instead of a human driver no uh, no i don't trust robots right now <laughs> Right now, I wouldn't trust robots further from now either. Like those those uh, videos with people like kicking over the robots and stuff like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> like stand back up. We're all gonna die. Oh We're yeah, all gonna die. I watched a lot of Battlestar Galactica and Terminator growing up. So if that, if that's taught me anything, like the robots will rise and they will try to wipe us out with nuclear war. So, and it didn't help. Like a few years ago, like Elon Musk and. Uh, Stephen Hawking and Bill Gates are all like, yeah, no, the AI singularity is real. It's going to happen. We need to, like, prevent that. And I'm like, you're not helping right now. It's like, you people design these things. 
and it, i mean they designed it and they're telling us it's going to happen so yeah oh my god yeah so like i'm not against robots in theory but i'm against super smart advanced artificial intelligence robots at least in my lifetime like when i die go nuts yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever yeah but uh Twitter people. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Hashtag for win. Oh yeah, I forgot to check the hashtag. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't see anything. All right, all right. Good. So, guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for putting up with um, the audio problems in the beginning. Um, and this wacky-ass format that we're doing. Uh, special thanks to AJ from Fanatics 4. You want to give a plug or anything you want to do? Um, I'm doing a video on Friday. Nice. <laughs> it's about Hunger Games. So <laughs> that's cool, I guess. Awesome. All right. Where can they, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, Twitter.com slash Fanatics 4. F-A-N-A-T-I-X-F-O-U-R. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, make sure to like, share, and subscribe this, all the YouTube garbage. Um, also, this will be up in audio format tomorrow on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So, um, if you like this in audio or you prefer it in audio, you know somebody who likes audio podcasts, uh, tell them to go there, subscribe to us there. Rate us and review us. It actually does help us out a lot. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at WillWolfDammit. Uh, you can follow Bob on Twitter at BobWolf. And, yeah, for AJ and Bob, I'm Will. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Have a good Bye. week.